Blog Talk Radio.
What you talking about? What do you mean? Yo, I seen him in the truck with another girl. You should call him up. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to call him right now. He's always playing damn games. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to a very interesting Friday night. This is your girl, Dulce Diva, and I just want to welcome everyone who is with us, who's listening, who's participating. Welcome to His and Hers Friday. According to the CEO, it's Obama-approved. My dude, it is Obama-approved. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I just want to welcome everyone once again. Uh, just Let's get the show on the road. I'm ready to hear what we all have to say about the topic that we're discussing tonight, which is it ain't none of their business. So we're gonna start off with we're gonna start off with the ladies. Free, welcome, Boo. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> uh, Almond Joy, are you with me, babe? Hey. Almond. What's going on? What up? All right, and of course we have the one and only the Bishop. Eddie Kane, what's good with you? What's going on? What's going on? What it is? <laughs> and of course, it wouldn't be his and hers with the other, with the main his of his and hers, CEO of TSOTS Productions and Crazy Man Poetry. What up, everybody? Um, I'm sorry for everybody that has listened to the Genuine album and want to see the, listen to the rest of that. But listen to that, I had a quite fl- quite a bit of a flashback, flashback, so that had to get turned off immediately. Yeah, I hope everybody ready for night because I'm acting a fool. You've been warned. All right, well, let it. Let it begin. All right, so the topic the topic of discussion is it ain't none of their business. And I kind of like this only because uh, my, my CEO husband and I, we try our very hardest to not include anyone in our relationship, including friends and family, because there's too many, too many uh, spoons in the pot. It kind of up the vibe. So, what do you have to say about that? Anybody that knows me knows I'm a pretty secretive person anyway. I don't like a lot of people in my business because, one, I don't like people. And when I say I don't like people, I mean I don't like people, humans. I don't like y'all motherfuckers. But that's a whole nother story. But I don't like people in my business anyway because I like to keep whatever I'm going through for the most part, in my relationship, or in my life in general, to myself. You know, the only time I really let people into my life is when it's a venting moment. And those don't happen too often, especially, you know, on social media and places like that. But for the most part, it is I keep my keep all my business to myself. Yeah, I think that, that's the... Probably the best way um, to go with uh, hell. We've just we've talked about 
um, when we first started dating, that we didn't tell anyone until somebody outed us. We'd been together for probably, what, like two months? Well, about a couple of months before somebody actually outed us as a couple. And, um, you know, it it was it's something that we like to keep to ourselves. Um, I like I don't like people in my business either. Uh, I I the only reason somebody will be asked or be will be included in a conversation about something is if I'm looking for advice, and that's usually I want to say maybe one or two people, but I'd like to actually pass the baton on to anyone else who wants to discuss. Uh, including people, other people, whether family or friends, um, in your life or relationships or whatever the case may be. So the floor is open, and don't all don't all of you speak at once. Well, I definitely think there's levels to this. Um, I learned the hard way about letting people into my relationship because I just. I just believe that people had my best interest at heart. You think that when you know somebody that they have your best interest at heart, and it's not always the case. So I kind of had, you know, my lesson about keeping my business to myself because sometimes people are prying on your weakness in your relationship, and you just really don't know people's motives all the time for being interested in knowing about the business of your relationship. So I like to throw that warning out there. <laughs> I can definitely agree with that because, um, ladies, I just need to let y'all know you got at least one quote unquote friend that's just waiting for your boyfriend to fuck up. I'm, I'm just letting it be known right now. You have at least one dude that's just sitting there listening to everything, like, yeah, I'm going to get up in this. I'm going to get her. <laughs> she don't know. Your dude is one mess up from you trying, having to explain how a penis got in your mouth by accident. I'm just saying. <laughs> All of a sudden, the penis is in is in her mouth. All of a sudden, it just happened. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Been there. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do I do believe Oh really? Oh, wait a minute, hold up We're not just going to walk past that You've been there like You've been just waiting on somebody In other words It seems like I Nobody had a girlfriend It seems like that that, that, had, that, had, that basically tried. She had to explain What was, you know, why she had a dick in her mouth Okay, that's what I was saying All enjoy
You know how my parents found out that I was dating one time? Uh, on accident, because the dude answered my phone. <laughs> yeah. You, they had a who is you moment? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, when do we get to meet him? I'm like, never. They're like, why? Because we're just fucking, he's not even my man, so don't get your fucking hopes up. <laughs> Yes, I did. And my dad busted out. He's my buddy, mom. He's not serious. He's my buddy, mom. He's not serious. He's she understood them boundaries, and she not only set them with her dude, the, well, the dude she was riding, she set them with her parents, right. like, yo, you right. don't need to know this. He ain't going to be around long. Right. That's all you need to know. He ain't going to be around long. You don't have to know him like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, my dad, every time I say shit like that, he's like, that's my baby. That is my child. Right there. <laughs> that's all me right there that just came out of her mouth. <laughs> Okay, Edward. Jesus. Jesus. I don't. I don't. I. I. I... What? Edward? Yeah. You put dicks in my shit. Why you quiet now? I mean, it is his name. And somehow. Somehow. And somehow, I am. I am quite convinced that if. My parents had to actually name me Edward. Jokers would actually call me Eddie. Oh, so how do we get here? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, can, we, can we keep this party rolling? I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to let this uh, weed kick in, and y'all fucking with my high. Can we? Man, ain't nobody tell you to call in while you was high. T S O T S Productions does not condone the use of. Recreational drugs, unless you are in a state that does put up with it and 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 condone it. If you are, toke up, my friend. Other than that, we do not condone the use of illegal drugs. Woke up with his dick with, with a dick uh, with, nah. with some bitch sucking on his dick and shit. Really? You gonna give me advice? You better shut the hell up. Listen. listen. Oh my god. Oh, well, how do we anyway, go back to the, anyway, how do we, anyway, how do we tell anyway, you anyway, 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 I, the funny thing is, we were list on the way. I was on the way. We were on the way to work yesterday, and was it? It was one of these days. It was one of these days this week. I don't know which day. It's been one long week for me. Okay, but it's been one long ass day. That's all I know for me all this week. But we were on the way to work. We were listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and they did the Strawberry Letter. And she, matter of fact, it was today. I was you were you weren't with me. And she and her dude were together for a while, and then she gave him the old marry me ultimatum, which I, a woman, 
don't do that shit. But that's a whole not. That's a, again, that's another show. Um, and she broke up with him, and she got drunk, and she had drunk sex with some random dude at the club. The next day, her boyfriend told her to meet her, meet her at the at the beach. All her friends and family was there, and he proposed, and he had been planning this for months. And she felt guilty because she had some drunk sex. I said she shouldn't tell him she. And definitely don't tell your family and friends anything, because they're going to give you some stupid advice. Y'all were broke up. That ain't anything. It don't matter. Y'all were broke up. Well, at least one of them thought they was broken up. <laughs> Somebody was broke up. Obviously, she was broken Somebody up with him. Maybe he didn't get the full memo, but in her mind, she was broken up. She said, F this, I'm out. But... It, <sighs> You just have to be careful when you are telling people certain things, especially when it comes to your, like your family. Your friends maybe not so much because they're more willing to bend and go with whatever you're, you're, you you feel is happy for you for the most part. But your family can be cruel sometimes because the worst thing you can do, and I know a woman that used to do this all the time, is tell your family what your significant other is doing wrong. And then still stay with that person. You look like the biggest idiot in the world. Oh, he always doing this. He always doing that. Two months later when you ain't mad no more, you bring him to the family reunion. What? You can't do that. You have to be careful with what information you give him because someone's impression of the person you're with is is directly the cause of what you let them know and or don't let them know. So if they only know so much what they see on the outside, then they can only make those judgments. But when you're telling them all this negative stuff, you don't be surprised when they don't want you bringing them to the family cookout or over to your mom's house or anything like that because you fed them the information they needed to not like this person. That's that's what I mean when there's definitely levels to it. Because I feel like when you, you – I have one good friend that I can talk to about my life comfortably. I trust her. You don't tell your family anything unless it's some real shit, like like he going upside your head and you need them to come over here and correct the situation or something like that. Right. But if you're still willing to work on the relationship – stop reporting to your family about what's going on if you're going to continue to work on the relationship because now you're making your spouse look, look like a fool <laughs> you know what I mean Pretty you're much. making your spouse look like the bad guy and you're still forgiving them and you're not telling them all these moments of when you forgave you're telling them all these moments of when you were mad so you're not, or you're not also including the good, the good things that this person exactly. does for you, because you can't you're just put this person in a negative mouth. light. Tell what you gotta, oh. exactly. you gotta tell everything. If you're gonna run you your mouth, tell them about the good too. In a relationship situation, it doesn't matter how much good this motherfucker, him or her, is doing. All they see is them bad. That's it. And the bad will always outweigh whatever good that that individual may have may have done, for some reason. I well, so then that's, that that at that particular point in time, then that's your fault. You 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 put 
you put yourself in that particular situation, why still up there and always constantly up there and in the back? I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know your family. Before you introduce anybody to them, before you sit up there and... You can't get subjected just to family members. It's friends, too. Girlfriends, homeboys, it's friends, too. Them motherfuckers ain't no better than family members. That, in certain inst- in certain cases, true. But for the most part, who is, who is, who is this person mainly going to be around? Your family. It's not going to be around your friends as much as they're going to sit there and be around your family. That's your family. If, it's, so at the end of, if he's with me, so at the end he of probably the day, be around like my family. Be, you got, you just got you just got to be smart. If you if you know your family, you know you, if you know you got the type of family that sit up there and will hold something over a person's head or whatever the case may be, if, particularly if it's something negative, then no, you don't open your mouth and tell them Jack Billy squat. You keep that to yourself. You don't always go running to them. In fact, when you feel like venting and getting something off your chest, mm. you mad? Yeah, I don't have these problems. I'm single. I don't really give a shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, sorry, that's for 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 um. This is also with with in in regards to um not just relation, not just like in a romantic relationship. Like, what do you do when um when you're having a um platonic relationship and and uh you know somebody. Somebody always has something to say. Like, for example, just like Poetry was saying earlier, you always have that one friend, that one friend who's always going to talk smack or is going to try to pounce on a situation. You, it, For me, it's, I, I, like I said before, I don't, I don't really talk to anybody about my business, whether it's my, my marriage or even my, my certain friendships because, it's none it's none of people's business and because you if you're in a relationship you know the dynamic that you have with that person. Um like Free said, unless they're actually putting their hands on you and doing something that they're not supposed to do and you're looking for help, that's when you actually be like, Hey, I need somebody to come set this record straight for me because it's I um I, I need help. I can't do this by myself. And it, it's it's very it sometimes it's really difficult. Like for example, and you also have these people who are really intrusive. Like they don't really know what's going on, uh, but they also want to but they want to give unsolicited advice. Um, I was in a situation before where, um, when before we got married, um, my husband and I were living together, and somebody wanted to put their unsolicited two cents about why I was living, uh, in in. Um, in the same household, why why I was cohabitating? Why 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 were we in sin? Let's just call it what they were trying to say. They were trying to say we was in sin. Fuck them. But anyway, <laughs> why? Yeah, she was asking me why I hadn't done things the right way and all this other stuff, and it, and it, and it pissed me off because this is somebody who doesn't, who I don't really, well, I don't talk to her anymore. Uh, but I even then I didn't include her in the things that I was doing. She only went by the things that she saw on on Facebook or it, it was like, if it was like, she was just really harping in on status messages. So I was just, you know, it was frustrating when it's there's people that you really aren't soliciting um advice from them and they actually want to put in 
um, their unsolicited two cents. Uh, so you just have to be really careful and really mindful of what you put out there. Even if you're not putting your stuff out there, you know there's people that are always creeping and are always um, Facebook stalking, So, which is another reason why I really don't – this this is another reason why I don't put my business out there in in you know social media because that's another that's another trigger that people always want to always want to have something to say or always want to poke and see what the hell is going on. This is all I can think. All, all, I, all I can say about that whole, this is what I'm going to say, and, and this is it, the only advice I will ever give because I don't even like to give advice. Nobody needs all that how in love shit that you are. Nobody gives a shit. Keep it to yourself. Don't post it on Facebook. Nobody cares about your trip that you and your man going on. Don't post that shit on Facebook. Or I don't care. How about this? I don't care. But if you keep setting yourself up for these motherfuckers to make these comments or the remarks that they make, family and friends, it's like you're gluttonous for punishment. It's basically you're a masochist. So the only advice I could say to you is limit the information that you give or just don't give any information at all. Period. That's the best advice I can give you. When you stop giving people information about what's going on in your life and who you with and who you doing or whatever, life is so much freaking better. It really is. And you're not excluding anybody. You're just not telling them anything. You could still be friends with these people. You could still talk to your family the way you have been. But just don't tell them anything that they don't need to know. Things that's going on in your life That's need to know basis And if they don't need to know Then don't tell them But I don't feel sorry for people Who divulge information That puts them in predicaments That may, where the outcome is negative I don't feel, I don't feel bad for them Because all this shit could have been prevented Period I go by a simple rule At least just for myself I don't put out anything that I don't want anybody else talking about with someone else. If I don't care that if you who you talk about it with or screaming on a mountain to, I put it out there. If I feel uncomfortable about you saying something or about about a situation or I feel some type of way about you discussing it, I don't put it out there. And that's just my my rule. Of, if, if if it's you know for example you know I got a new job, haters go hate regardless. Go ahead, tell it on the mountain. Yep, got a new job. Go tell somebody. But if it's something like me and my girl just had a fight, I, I'm i not comfortable putting that out there for the masses. Because eventually, either we're going to not make up or we're going to make up. And if we make up, now I look stupid because I just put it out there that me and her were going through some things. And, again, it's a, everything in a relationship that happens in a relationship, but you don't have to flaunt it for the masses. Personally, I don't see a problem with anybody professing their love, but at the same time, be real about it. If I see you posting 
every hour, or every two hours, or every three hours about how much you love that person. That's you trying to trying to boost yourself up to believe it. You don't believe, you don't they really love that person. Exactly. Every three or four hours, oh, I love this person. Oh, you're the world for me. Now, again, once or twice a week, that's different. I can believe that. But, like, I see people like, this is my boo, this is my baby, the best thing in my life. Two weeks later, man, forget that dude. Be realistic with yourself. Some people are so in love with love that they don't know that they're not in love. I know I say it a lot. I'll say it again. Some people are so in love with the thought of being in love, they don't realize they are not really in love. And they will blast that out for the world to show, to the world, not realizing they look crazy as hell. If you are in love with a new person every two or three weeks, something, wrong something is really wrong with you. Yep. Really, um, really wrong with you. And it's not just that. I think they're. I think they love the, the they're romanticists. Like it's a romantic. It's a romantic view to be in all this love, like in books and on movies. That shit sounds like fun, doesn't it? It's all rainbows, sunshine, and fucking lollipops. But then, when it's time to actually put in the work to maintain that shit, they don't like that. And they got a new boo. They got a new victim lined up for poop for the next pay period. Mm. I mean, because people have to realize something. When it comes to relationships, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. A relationship is never supposed to feel like a job, like you are constantly trying to make it work. If you are in that type of relationship, it's not a real relationship. But anybody that thinks a relationship is supposed to go perfect, I got a bag full of magic beans for you and a a magic cow, and they're both going to cost one meal apiece. Come pick that up whenever you get a chance. And we got a unicorn in the front. I got a unicorn in the bed, actually. Oh, can I have the unicorn? No. But can I get it on, like, payments or something to lease? Can I lease it? No. See, that's what's wrong with y'all. Now, y'all always trying to lease some shit. No. Hey, no, you leasing no damn. You said you had a unicorn. I want that unicorn. This ain't Renaissance. This ain't Aaron's. If you can lease a Mercedes, why can't I lease a fucking unicorn? She didn't hear that second. She didn't hear, hear the part about the unicorn being in the bed. She heard what you said about the unicorn. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um. Has anybody had, or does anybody have, one of those friends that just offers advice no matter the situation? You could be talking about making a freaking cake. Here they come with their cape on, ready to give you some advice. No, I don't have that friend, thank God. I do on Facebook. On Facebook, I do. On Facebook? I think everybody yeah, I does on Facebook. Facebook. I, think every, I think everybody has one on yeah. Facebook, but I don't pay that motherfucker no mind. Like, that should be I'm mad annoying, yo. Like, for example. It be mad annoying. I can't no, post simple example. shit because I know this motherfucker going to come with some old Shakespeare conscious type bullshit on my post. <laughs> <laughs> no, free, I got a better example for you. So I have posted something a while back about condom use. 
and poetry, and somebody else jumped on. And so this this other individual chimed in. Mind you, I didn't tell her to say a damn thing. This woman's like in her late 40s, early 50s. I can't remember her comment. That shit went south really, really quick because she said some shit to poetry, and I'm just like, did she, did she just say that? And it went south really, really quick. Like it went from oh, zero. I, can, I, I remember that comment specifically when a grown person tells me <laughs> condoms have been broke since the '80s. That's a problem. Or was it the '70s? I think I'm being nice about it. It was the '70s. I think it was no. The 70s. Yeah, it was the 70s. No, it was the 70s, no, 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 no. When I tell you that her, it was her, uh, chill, poetry, and another person, I ain't going to name them because they ain't here, but they were argued for like, that shit had like 150 damn comments, not and. It was like two days. I can't even sit here in front. It was two days. I still to this day have never in never in the history of niggerdom have I ever heard somebody say condoms have broke never have not broken since the seventies. What kind of mega condoms are you using? What kind of titanium, vibranium, krypton condoms are you using that hasn't broken since the seventies? I was just trying to advocate safe sex. Just prophylactics. I was advocating prophylactics. That shit, if you went through those comments, you're more than welcome to look on my wall. I can't remember. It wasn't that long ago either. I want to say it was like maybe three months ago. Oh, I'll go look for it. I'll go look for it. That shit had like 200 comments, and it was just those four people talking. I would pop in and look like, damn, y'all niggas is still talking about this shit? (laughs) Y'all ain't take a break. <laughs> but she does that shit on everything I post. I post some shit about the meaning of life. She gave me advice. Bitch, I'm just thinking. I didn't ask for advice. I, I'm just thinking. Just sharing the thought on Facebook. But, yeah. First she said condoms are 100%. I let that slide. Because there, it, there, it's a high percentage of effectiveness, but it's not a hundred percent. Well, the condom box, the condom box says that it's not a hundred percent effective. They said if used correctly, it can be a hundred percent. That means people are reading the directions before they put them on, but condoms aren't a hundred percent. They're just not. There's Sometimes no such thing. There's back. no such thing as a hundred percent protection unless you literally just don't have sex. You're a hundred percent protected then. You are a hundred percent protected. You aren't having sex. You are protected like a mug. But if you are having sex, the closest you can get is ninety nine point nine. Don't get me wrong. That's good, but that's still that point one percent. But on that argument, I was like, all right, that's debatable. You know, I know it didn't. It's not a hundred percent. But if you two think that's a hundred percent, cool. But she lost me on the whole kind of saying break since the seventies. Ah, that, that's what I was I talking. haven't heard the end of that shit. What, what's today? Oh, you won't. Oh, you won't. Thank you for reminding me because now it's fresh in my mind. You won't hear the end of this. I have it. Pills reminds me. The other one reminds me. 
all the time. You made her. No, I didn't make her do shit. That motherfucker grown. Super grown. Well, I would never say that you made her do anything, but <laughs> you know me. I'm not going to put that on you because I don't think you would condone that kind of stupidity amongst your friends. <laughs> Amongst, amongst your real friends, I don't think you condone that kind of stupidity. But you know, I can't. You can't control every stupid person on your Facebook until you start eliminating them. And yeah. I just once once she said that shit, I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done. You should have seen how hard this man was laughing. He was laughing for two days, man. He was laughing and he was making jokes about it. Still to this day, he makes jokes about it. He's like. He told me, he said, babe, did you know that condoms haven't broken since the 70s? Did you know that? That's a, there's a fun fact for you. And, and like, he, there was always a pun that had, to do, that had to do with the condoms not breaking since the 70s. No, him, him and Till tagged me in the post with a magnum on the time. This hasn't broke since 1970. I said, these motherfuckers made a meme. <laughs> <laughs> these made a meme. Like, did you know this? Did you know this? Nah, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, fuck. And they, these oh. these guys are they're too much. But I think that there has to be like if if thankfully I don't have those type of friends anymore um, that just want to give their unsolicited advice about whatever I'm doing, you know, whether it's life or relationships. I don't have them problems. I cut, I cut out a lot of that bullshit. Do you have those problems, Poetry? I have a very select group of friends, and I am not one that cares about losing a friend. Um, as, as I stated earlier, I personally don't like people, so when I, when people show me something that I just don't like, I have no problem getting rid of them. Matter of fact, I love it even better when they get rid of themselves. That makes me that saves me some work. That saves me some time and work. If you e- eliminate yourself, great. For example, I got to use this example because it just happened this week. Um, there's a person on my timeline that was on my friends list anyway, and she didn't. She doesn't like. A particular wrestler. So, one of my we we have mutual friends, of course, and I was commenting on one of their pages, and I tagged her in a picture with that with that wrestler's picture, and I tagged her name. And she was like, "Well, if y'all don't stop, I'm just going to delete you." Me being me, I'm like, "I don't care, delete me." I really don't care. Delete me. You don't threaten me with something like that because I'm going to show you how much I don't give a. And she deleted me, of course, and I laughed. I had a nice hard laugh too. It was it, it was one of those soul soul refreshing laughs, you know, laughs so hard that you, you run out of breath and whatnot. Not breath, breath, B R E A F, breath. Imagine had to think about how to spell it. I didn't have to think about it. I just had to make sure I was saying it right. But, but, it almost sounded but, like beef, but he put an R in there, so I was good. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, 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 I just, I'm very careful about who I call my friends, and some people have to realize something. Just because we're friends on Facebook, 
does not translate into actually being friends in real life. There is a huge difference. Facebook is social media, and I'm not that active on Facebook, like like talking about it any, anyway. If you look at my timeline, you, there are four things you are guaranteed to see. Either a, a post, post from TSOTS being shared. Um, I'll share some videos every now and then. And, it's, and again, it's every now and then because I don't share a lot of videos. I might say good morning or something along those lines. And food. Those are and, oh yeah, five things. And my son. And my, and my son and my wife. Those are five things you are guaranteed to see on my timeline. And it doesn't happen very often. I don't like posting on my timeline because people – have I mentioned how much I don't like people? Yes. Like, I, I just don't like, like people that much. So, so I don't like – yeah, I'm very introverted. As hard, as hard as it may be for some people to believe, I'm very introverted. I am very good at putting up, up the facade of being extroverted, but I prefer to say to myself, in my in my comfort zone, you know, in my bubble. Yes, I can admit I have a bubble, and in my bubble, I have a select group of people and friends that I like to deal with. I don't venture outside my bubble very often, so I prefer to stay in my bubble. Which is contrast to my extrovertedness. So together, you and it's something you have to you have to um, be real, uh, you know, just conscious about. But it's 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 true. You just have to be real careful what you put out on social media, because what people will do is put all their business out on social media, and when somebody says something about it, they want to get mad because somebody has something to say about it. I mean that's kind of the point of putting your that's kind of what you the point of putting your business out there when you let everybody know what's good what's bad when you fart and everything else <laughs> it, it, that's people are going to have comments about it that's society, first of all people are going to have comments about you whether you tell them something or not that's a guarantee in life no matter what someone is going to say something about you whether it be positive, whether it be negative, or whether it be both, somebody's going to be talking about you, even if you don't give them any information. That's a guarantee. You can't fight it. But when you feed them the information, you have to expect it. And it's nine times out of ten from somebody that you that's, quote, unquote, one of your friends, and they're going to talk about you behind your back. Because another thing you have to be kind of mindful of is a friend that tells you about other people's business. Because if they're telling you about other people's business, they have no problem doing the same to other people about your business. So run, tell that type of people. Mm -hmm. Just the the moral of the story, the, the 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 takeaway from all this, just don't tell nobody anything that could, you know, that could be personally used against you. Don't give people ammo. Definitely don't give Never people give ammo. Never give them ammo. <laughs> Never give them ammo because, boy, they will use that shit so quick. 
and you thought you were friends. Mm-hmm. All right. I see we uh, it doesn't make sense to keep beating this dead horse cuz I think we're all on the same page as far as ain't no ain't none of their friends business or family's business. So, I'm calling the audible. We are going to do the first time on his and hers just an open discussion on anything. Or anything, if, if you or whatever is on anybody's mind, and this is this can get very dangerous, but I am willing to deal with the consequences. For the first time on his and hers, a free for all, a true free for all. What's on anybody's mind? I don't care who goes first. I have a question. This is just for the ladies. I have a question. I have always really, really, really wondered this. Does size really matter? Like, if they have other good attributes, can you overlook a small penis? I can overlook it if he knows what he's doing with his small penis. He can eat a mean pussy. I can kind of, like, not mention that his dick looks like an Audi belly button. (laughs) I can ignore some of that. I'm just saying, like, is there like, is there like a line for small? Um, it it doesn't. Like, small is very opinionated because every woman's body is different. So it's like I need him to be able to reach my spot, and if you can hit that, then that's all that matters. If you can't hit that, then sex is boring. So, what am I here for? Huh. Uh, I've, I've like like I was saying before, it it all depends if he knows how to use uh, his, you know, his his lack of size. Because because some guys they they may not have they you know they may not be real big, but they know how to work what they got. So if if he knows how to work what he has. It just it, it's all good, but if if you are if you have a small penis but you don't know what to do with it, because I've also been in a situation where he's got a whole lot and he's he don't know how to do he he doesn't know how to use it. Yeah, I think that's more yeah. frustrating than than um, having a dude who lacks in size. Um, and doesn't know how to how to use it than a dude who who has a lot and doesn't know how to use it at all. I just want to say, say, for the technical for, to be technical about this, as I adjust my glasses and say this, Tom, if a woman wants to be satisfied, and by and, mo, and, and can I agree? When I ask this question, either yes or no, if a man hits your G spot, usually that can get the job done, right or wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. If I'm wrong, please speak now. Yes. I say wrong. That's not enough for me. I mean, that's great that you can hit it. You know, you don't get like no prize, but fuck, I can hit it too. <laughs> so what the fuck I need you for? I need a little bit more than that. You need him to pull your hair and smack your ass. I need that shit, young. I need that shit. 
Hey, we all need that. We all need that done. Okay, okay, okay. Do it again. Other, other than other things that go along with other it. Stimuli. Other stimuli oh. that goes along with it. What I'm saying is if the main stimuli is hitting of the G-spot accompanied with some other stimuli, will that get the job done, yes or no? Accompanied with other stimuli, yes. Yeah. But it's still going to take me but a minute. <laughs> what kind of... I, 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 I caught myself on that one. Oof. The, the, the show's about to get canceled real quick. Just, you know, on that one. Take, it, it, no, like seriously, when you I take antidepressants, so it literally takes me longer. So okay. I have like it's like delayed thanks to medication. So unless I stop taking it to get it all out of my system, that shit is like a delayed reaction. It's like oh, there's the orgasm. Got it. See, that's Good. different, though. See, you're on medication, so that's kind of a different situation. Yeah. You know, you're you're being held down by some chemical warfare. So you, we're, we're battling your body and chemical warfare. Fair. We got to damn near come with a tank. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's coming at me like a tank, I might get excited. Like, oh, look, the penis. It's like a tank. All right. Oh my goodness! I can do this. I can do this. Back to what I was originally saying. The consensus is, at least with G spot stimulation, for the most part, most women can get there. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Eventually, you can get there eventually. Okay. Eventually. No no matter how you get there, it don't care if you take the scenic route. It don't care if you take the turbo, the fast lane. You you get there. That's all that matters. You get there. Just as long as you get there. So according to, if we're being scientifical and technical, three to four inches should be enough for any woman. Three to four? Three to four should be good enough for any woman. Well, I mean, we're talking about, let's think about inches now, y'all. Don't, 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 don't deeply sigh yet. It's inches. Yeah, I mean, not centimeters. Not right, like inches, three to four inches should be enough for any woman. Your G-spot is only two to three no. inches inside. No. I gave you an extra inch no. just to be nice. Hey, hey well, every woman free, is free, not built the same. Is trying to have this every woman is not built the same. And everybody's G-spot is not particularly right there in that area. Well, no, it, no. It, it's, so it's not two to three inches? Y'all have some awkward position G-spots? Actually, yeah, we do have some awkward position G spots. If you think about it, the the female, the 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 canal and such, everything is awkwardly shaped. I mean, hell, you got women with tilted damn uteruses, right? You know what I'm. That's another story that I cannot share on air. I was about to say something, but I cannot share that on air. No, I cannot share that. If you're not bringing this every to the party, every you woman have fire built the same. Every woman isn't built the same, so their G spot may be a little higher up than my G spot. Maybe a little yeah. higher up than Free's G spot. You know what I'm saying? It may be yeah. it may be a, a, a millimeter to the left more than Free's. I mean, all women are different. If it, if if it was all cookie cutter, we would all have a G spot in the same place, and we would all every and big woman would, would be have a an orgasm every time. 
if that and was big the case. And Big Hits would be a plenty. We wouldn't have to have an already circumcised. That that's a, that that has to happen. Like, <laughs> like have you seen uh, it? Every, all women, are, we we are how all human beings are built differently. That's why that's why penises come in all shapes and sizes. But have you seen the uncircumcised exactly. dick? It's like it's like that bitch got its own carrying case. It looks it's like a pig in a blanket. It looks like a pig in a blanket. I don't even know if it's a pig in a blanket. That motherfucker says peekaboo at you. That shit is scary. It's like, hey, bitch. You know, and I don't even know what to do with that. There is like, nothing wrong with a little turtleneck. There is nothing wrong with it. I I don't, I don't know. know. I, I never have one. one. I've never, never had one. one. The first time I saw one, I have. Dude ended up getting a circumcision as an adult because of my reaction. I felt terrible. Oh my! My reaction. Oh my. Was like, I've had that happen before that? because, unfortunately, yeah. Thank you guys. Like I wasn't already self conscious before. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. There's there's plenty of men out there who are not circumcised. I haven't came across any personally, but I think it's but, If you can it, it, but it's exactly like that. you said. If a woman has never dealt with a man that's you know, not circumcised, that's their initial oh, oh what's wrong with you? And it's like, but uh, I it's like it's, it's it's still like it's like I don't know how to describe it, but I mean like the I extra. Just, I get confused. I don't know what to do with it. Like, do I touch it? You can suck it. Can you I can suck it? <laughs> you push it back and suck it. Put the dick in your mouth. It's still <laughs> just because it comes with an extra part, don't mean it changes what it is. It's still the same thing. Undress that mug and go to work. See, it, it, and that shit feels funny. It just feels funny. Damn, boy, right? If it feels funny, believe that. Anyway, oh, I'm down. Damn. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to try that shit. Maybe I need to try that shit while I'm drunk. I wouldn't even care if I was drunk, but maybe you try that shit drunk. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. And besides, I feel bad for dudes that are circumcised because they don't feel what I feel because we have extra nerve endings and whatnot, so it feels better for us. Yeah, that's what I've heard, but it still looks funny. Sorry. Dick looks funny anyway. Not your dick. I don't know what your dick looks like. I'm not talking about your dick. Oh, no. I'm talking about all. I've seen a pretty dick. I don't think, you know, it just looks so beautiful. I've seen one. How is the dick pretty? That's All that shit's ugly. There's nothing about that. There's nothing magnificent about how the dick looks. strong and, mm, like, it's just ready for war. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting uncomfortable with where this is going, so let's move on. (laughs) Oh, Bree had a moment. Bree's having a moment right now. Bree had a flashback. That's what she had. She had a fucking flashback. You sure did. She said, mmm. She said, mmm. You see it and you want to kiss it. You know, you just see it and you want to kiss it. Like, mom, you're so beautiful. 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 Is, is Daddy still on? Because he's quiet as hell. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably shaking his head for the last hour. 
Pretty much. I can feel I the see estimation he's alive, already. He's been what? unusually quiet. Mm-hmm. Can alive? we get extremely serious for the last minute here? Can we get extremely serious? Okay. What's what's up? What's up? 10-10-15 is tomorrow, the 25th anniversary of the Million Man March on Washington. Yeah. So all those who are traveling to go there, those who will be there, I send positive vibes. I hope that nothing crazy happens because I know there's a lot of talk of people feeling like there's something bad's going to happen. It's going to be cold time, tomorrow, so. too. It's going to be cold tomorrow. It's going to be cold. It's going to be raining. And conveniently, there's going to be another march going on in D.C. as well. There's several things going on. There, if you have, if you have, to, if you have to be in D.C. tomorrow, I would not suggest driving. No. I would park in Virginia, or if you're in Maryland, park in Maryland, and then bus it or train it to D.C. I would not drive through D.C. if they paid me a million dollars tomorrow. Just no. It's going driving through DC is going to be hell, and that's being nice about it. But I was thinking about going to the march, but of course I cannot go to the march tomorrow. Um, anybody that's I haven't said this on Facebook because again I just don't post on Facebook like that. But I've been dealing with back problems, so because of that I've been out of commission for a while. So I've just been chilling. Well, don't feel so, bad. They're doing a Muslim rally. I'm in Huntsville, Pty, for the next month. So out here they're having a anti-Muslim rally. They had it today, oh, wow. and it's it's finishing tomorrow. Um, they told they told all of us because you know we're contractors, we can't go. You know, don't go down this street tomorrow. Unfortunately, I have to go down that street to get to the mall. Wow, and that's the fastest way to get to the mall. So I'm gonna just float by all that shenanigans there, but and go to the mall, get my toes done. But yeah, yeah I'm, but, I'm avoiding DC like the plague tomorrow, as far as I'm concerned. And it's not because I have a problem with the Million Man March. I just hate DC traffic is bad without an event going on. DC traffic is even worse when it's on a Sunday and the Redskins are playing. I can only imagine how bad traffic is going to be with a with the Million Man March tomorrow. Hey, do you remember that Pope visit? Remember the Pope? Remember the, when the Pope came? How nobody went All I know is I didn't have to deal with none of that because I work in Maryland, in Rockville. So the way I was going, I ain't have to worry about none of that. Oh, honey, I, I saw I saw people on Facebook complaining in traffic in their cars, talking about they had been on the road for like two hours because of the Pope. I was like, shit. But to be fair, they warn people. They warn people like at least a week before. Yeah, they've been warning people. Yeah, they did. That is true. They do give you fair warning. So if you, as a matter of fact, it was on the news, and I don't even watch the news, but I watched it then. 
just to see what traffic might be like. They said, if you don't have to go into D.C., don't do it. As a matter of you know how bad the, the traffic was expected to be? The government gave people the right to telework if they wanted to. That's when you know yeah. it's bad. They said, don't come in, telework. That's probably the last time they'll ever do that shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and still a big F you to the Congress because it's um, almost the end of October and I have not heard anything about what they're going to do to make sure we don't have to worry about a shutdown in December. Yeah. Oh, they ain't going to address that shit until December, honey. Don't you know how these how these motherfuckers work? Well, I, know. Gonna... I was just I was trying to have some kind of faith, but, you know, as always, they proved me right. They're going to address that shit in December, and they're going to try to – really what I don't like, it's like hostage-taking. You want to take the country hostage because you motherfuckers can't agree with each other? Right. Stop joking. Stop your fucking paycheck. Don't stop my motherfucking exactly. paycheck. Do my what the fuck I got to do with me? Stop your paycheck. Why you fucking with me? Y'all need to stop fucking getting paid. Because if I'm not getting paid, best believe your ass won't get paid. Don't make me come up to the Capitol. Because if I ain't getting a check, ain't nobody getting a motherfucking check. Nobody. That is some bullshit. They they need to stop their fucking money and stop fucking with us. But that's a whole nother story. And then I'm like, Ben Carson. Lord, no. I don't know why he keeps making the news, man. Like, I'm on Facebook right now. I'm on Facebook right now. Between him and Raven Simone right now. Yo, can we talk about Raven real quick? I, 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 I wasn't even, even going to mention it until unless somebody mentioned it. But can we talk about Raven real quick? And her ignorant ass? This, if, if you're unaware of what we're talking about, Raven Simone on The View said that she would not hire anyone with a ghetto name, which I find very funny. Because on your birth certificate, it says Raven Dash Simone. Simone. Pretty young. So that's her, that's her first name. Raven that's pretty Dash Simone. And her girlfriend's yeah. name is As Marie. As? Like A-S Marie or A-Z? No, A-Z. A-Z Marie. So she's just one big ass toucan Sam looking contradiction. Yeah, pretty much all day long. She all did look long. like toucan Every Sam. Big blood. I just every look. Why you asking her between her and Ben Carson? I love how he said single family homes will all will 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 uh, increase the chances of poverty. Well, nigga. I did a background check on your black ass. You come from a you single family single home. <laughs> and you also use use tools like affirmative action to get your degrees and get into medical school and to get the job I'm that you had that you recently retired from. So you might want to mm-hmm. shut the art of the fuck up. 
and I don't uh, get it. Just, just run for president. I don't get it either. Like, how do you say some shit like that? But you come from a single family. You're not from a traditional family unit, right, motherfucker? You you say stuff like that when you forget where you come from. That's how. They go a lot. That's how you say. That's 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 how you. That's how you say stuff like that. I mean, just like Raven, just like Raven, just like Raven Simone. I mean, but Raven Raven Simone, since she to me, since she came out, since like about her sexuality, has just been talking stupid ever since. So, right. I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's in fact to you, her, as she put it, not wanting to be referred to as 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 being black and all of the type of stuff. I'm an American. Listen, you black ain't no ifs ands or buts about it. Shut up. Somebody need you somebody need that, that truly loves her need to tell her, you know what? You just need not to talk. Just nod your head. I do wait for her girlfriend. You can see pull up. We need to pull up her video of when she was little in African attire, singing and dancing and shit. Bitch, you black. Stop it. Okay. Like like stop like, it, like 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 <laughs> stop stop. Like you just, I, I can't, I can't. And I saw that clip too uh, when she said that. And that's just one of them, like, you, you's an ignorant hoe. And I don't really just call females that, but I'm sorry. you just an ignorant hoe. It's it, right? Because that, 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 that just don't make no sense. Like, when did you develop this, I'm just going to call it for what it is, this self-hate, period. When? You need to get that looked at. Because you sound ignorant when you open your freaking mouth. Yeah, I agree. I find it hard to take anybody that looks that that looks like Toucan Sam, Sam seriously. Right. So, right. I just, you know, just and Stacey Dash, too. She's up there. Stacey Dash. Oh, Stacey okay. right up there. Listen, listen, listen. Please do not get started with Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash is another one who wants to get rid of affirmative action. Here's a little history lesson on affirmative action. Everybody swears to God it's for black people. Actually, no. Affirmative action was started by feminists who was trying to break the glass ceiling, who was trying to get equal pay with men. They just happened to throw in there. Also, how about we help people of color, you know, get jobs and, and be, you know, treated as equals and less, as, and, and less biased around this bitch. But that shit still doesn't matter because no matter what type of job you're in, you're still going to have to run farther, jump higher, do whatever you do yep. better than yep. the man and the woman yep. next to you that happens to be yep. white. That can be told. Affirmative action is all about leveling the playing field. But even that with affirmative action, the playing field will never be leveled. Because the reality of it is this. And and, and if anybody disagrees, um, reach us at twosidesofthestory.com. Send an email so I can promptly e- erase it and tell you, kiss my ass. Anyway, as a African-American male, I have to do my best to equal what a average white male can do. Let me repeat that. I have to be a A-plus student to get what a C-minus student that is white can get. Exactly. That's not conjecture. That is fact. If I put my resume, and I have a 
and, and to be honest with you, I have an Anglo-Saxon name, Brandon something. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting that. Anyway, but Brandon something <laughs> is very Anglo-Saxon. So if I was to put oh, my resume. Oh, they get pissed. <laughs> oh, they get, oh, I, I've, I've seen it. I have seen it. Because if you talk to me on the phone and it's about my money, oh, I'm the most professional-sounding person ever. I don't like saying the white, most white-sounding because I hate when people tell me why you, why you sound white. No, I sound professional, motherfucker, about my money. There's a difference. But I sound so professional. They're like, all right, bring you, come, in, come on in. And, I, and I know when they had an assumption about how I look because as soon as I come in, they're like, oh, Oh hi, how how you doing? The stutter gives it away. It's like, oh, you thought I was white. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then they'll look at my name and they'll say, oh well, maybe she's Greek. Here come my black ass. Because <laughs> my name is Greek. My first name is Greek. I can't help it. And then my parents got my parents got some of the most standard names ever. I'll just say this. The last name is Smith. Pick the most basic names that you can think of. Because, you know, they'll buy property, and my dad will sit there and time you to see how long it takes you to address him if he's there for an appointment and you're looking for a white couple. He won't say nothing. He'll just watch you walk by him. He's looking. He's timing you every time. It's usually about 20, 30 minutes before somebody comes out and says anything to him. Oh, you're Mr. Smith? Yes, I'm Mr. Smith. <laughs> and it's the, the the look on their face is just precious. It's just fucking precious. I can't help it. But, I mean, it, it, you know, unless you like this air wrecker chick, I love this. I've been spelling Erica wrong too, but I guess Erica is spelled A I R W I know what you're Erica. Erica. I said I've been spelling Erica wrong for years. Unless that unless that comes across your desk, hey, I can't help her. You know what I'm saying? But things like um Oh, they switched it up on the other side too. I met uh, ooh, what was her name? I, 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 one of the users I, that's in my building. Matter of fact, her name is Sharice. C H A R I S S E Jones. So automatically, I'm like, oh, this, okay, I already know what's up with this. Go to the office though. Complete shock on my face, like oh oh. She white. She white, ain't she? She whiter than full the chick from Full House. Dude, I had a, worked with a chick named Shanita. Shanita, forty-two year old white woman. Like what the fuck is this? We all thought <laughs> Shanita was black. We all thought Shanita was black. Nope. She's like this little four foot net and really sweet, really, really sweet person. That's the sweetest person in the world. Has the most infectious laugh. But nope. Even the white people thought she was going to be black. I got a homegirl. Her name is Jamie King. 
Jamie King. And that's too much on the fence for me. I wouldn't even make an assumption on that one. They didn't know which way to go because her voice is a little deep. But still. All right, so this is what I'm going to do. I only have 18 minutes left. And this is one I wanted to throw in the group. Find us on Facebook, TSOTS Presents, his and hers. I made it real simple for y'all now. But it's it's a strawberry letter. And this is from last week. I want to say this was last week. And it was funny as hell, at least for me. I'm going to read it. I want to get everybody's reaction. My best friend's baby. Hello, Uncle Steve and family. My name is Larry. I'm a married man with five children. I have three with my wife, and she has two from a previous marriage. Our blended family is working well. We argue like any normal family you know, basic. Here's the twist. I want to give my best friend a baby, not Mile High Club style, but going to a dock. She is reaching the age where she she's getting to the end of her clock, and she is a great person. For the record, we have been friends for 20 years and never did the grown-up. I love my BF, and I would love I would prefer to donate than her than to than her going to a bank. The problem is we don't think my wife would go for the arrangement. She doesn't like the fact that my BF knows me better than she does. I truly want to help my BF because she truly deserves a child. Please help. That's actually kind of sweet that he wants to do that for her. That's really nice. I, aww. you know, I feel her pain. I, I do. I feel the pain. I want kids, and hell, I've even thought about going to a bank. So I definitely feel her pain. But um, that's that's actually kind of sad that uh, his his wife is not gonna give him the thumbs up on that. And he damn sure shouldn't do that shit in secret. <laughs> uh, As a married man, this shouldn't even be coming up in your head because this is something... <sighs> I have a bunch of best friends. A, a few of them are women. I love my best friends, but I don't love my best friends enough to want to give them a baby, even if it's by vitro. In vitro, vitro, vitro vini, vini, vici, whatever it is. <laughs> Not an Italian girl. Get him with the dog. <laughs> but, because I feel it, that's a weird situation, especially knowing that nine times out of ten, I'm going to grow up with this child thinking, thinking I'm just a friend of their mom's, when in actuality, I'm daddy. Well, that's why I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I mean, he shouldn't. He shouldn't do it. I don't know if they went through with it or not because they don't say he shouldn't yeah. do it at all because his wife isn't going to give him the okay. Like I, I, I appreciate the sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's very nice that he is thinking about that and he wants to help his friend out. But at the same time, you're right. You know, that's awkward calling your daddy, you know, this is mommy's friend. No, this is your daddy. That's kind of uncomfortable. Uncle daddy. Uncle daddy. Uncle daddy. Yeah, no. And then on the flip side, 
I wouldn't want to sign over my rights either because that would still be my child. So I, 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 that's just a, such an ugly situation. To add on to the fact that she doesn't like your best friend, uh, that's that's a recipe for disaster. That is a walking Maury show waiting yeah, to happen. Pretty yeah, much. it is. Pretty much. Pretty much. And I've, asked, and I've actually asked some guys that are single if they would be willing to donate, but they, they even said that they didn't want to write off their parental rights. They wanted to be actively involved. Right. That's why and I I'm hate the like, stigma that that some women, I won't say all, some women say men, ain't, they don't want to take care of their responsibility. No, nah, just the dudes you meet. It's just exactly. the dudes you meet. No, all all the guys that I asked about this, these motherfuckers want to be so involved that I would be nauseous. God, they want to be involved. They want to be there for for any tests I have, ultrasounds. They want to be there for the whole thing, the whole thing. I'm like, damn, I mean, mean, what's wrong with that, though? They want to be active in their child life. It's nothing wrong with that, but can the kid get here? Like, let me... I, I, you know what? I value. I really do. And this is this this is my hangup. It's not no man's fault. This is my hangup. I really do value my independent lifestyle. I, as far as like coming and going when I please and not taking other people's feelings into consideration, it's awesome. It's awesome. But at the same time, at the same time, when somebody wants to contribute, I feel like. I don't know. I know they want to help and they mean well, but to me, I take it negatively. I take it negatively because it's like I feel like I'm weak. And I ain't weak. I ain't asked this motherfucker for no help. I can do this myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been taking care of things for so long by myself that I have really conditioned myself saying that I don't need any help. I'm pretty sure with a baby I would need some help, but at the same time, you know, I have a really good support system, and I rely on them more than an individual who is donating me some sperm. Just, you know, that's how I would feel. That's how I would feel the situation. So, yeah, like, give me my space and hormonal. Hopefully he didn't go to his wife with this because I can see him getting being on the episode of Snap. <laughs> I, 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 well, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but <laughs> depending upon what whatever advice Steve Harvey and him gave him, whatever the case may be, he may have. Here's my thing about the Steve Harvey show sometimes. It's it's, it's comical. It's entertaining. It's very entertaining and it's very rarely meant to be taken seriously. But their answers sometimes to some of these strawberry letters is crazy because they don't pay attention to the letter. So if I remember specifically, Steve said that he'd been wanting to be with the girl, his best friend, and he's just looking for this is just his opportunity to actually be with her. And I'm like, but he doesn't want to have sex with her. It, it says it in the right. He it says it in the in the letter. He doesn't want to have sex with her. He just wants to donate the sperm. It, 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 so so, but, but that's, that's the problem. 
That's always been a problem. They hear they hear one particular they it's one particular thing about the letter that they just zone in on and forget everything else that's surrounded that would help make that one particular thing make sense. Right. Especially Shirley. Oh my God. Sometimes, you know, I just want to jump through the radio and smack the shit out. And then she flips flip flops so easily. She'll have an opinion about something. Steve says something and then she completely changed her opinion. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I understand he cutting your checks, but that don't mean you got to agree with everything. Right, exactly. Stand, I mean, you, I, I'm you, not cutting you, checks you, to y'all, but we damn sure don't agree on it, on everything. And I'm pretty sure if, even if I was cutting y'all checks, we still wouldn't agree on everything. No, but not everything. But you know what, though? Steve Harvey, <laughs> Steve Harvey has built this culture of this. He has developed this damn brainwashed culture of what the fuck. I I think he's like one of the biggest big lip firecrashes on the planet Earth, next to fucking Donald Trump and that fucking squirrel on his head. Unbelievable. Like he he. You're right. They miss key details because I actually felt sympathy for her, and I kind of appreciate what he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? But they don't they don't pay attention to shit. I just I don't listen to that fucking porch monkey. Jesus. <laughs> don't hold back. Don't don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. Right. Man, that Good. Dumb bitch, man. My God. At least Ricky Smiley, at least he's comedic about it. You know what I'm saying? He would crack jokes about the situation. He would make some jokes, and I would laugh. You know what I'm saying? Tom Joyner, mm-hmm. he's another porch monkey. Little high yellow porch monkey that, you know, I tolerate. I haven't listened to Tom, Tom Joyner since I was going to school in New Orleans. And when I mean going to school, I mean like junior high, high school going to school. No, I just like the. And that was because I didn't have an option to it. It was it was on. <laughs> it was on, yeah. I, I I just missed the Bama of the week. I really missed the Bama of the week. But uh, Steve Harvey, I I don't endorse shit that he does. I don't even. I bought his book just so I can criticize his book. Like this nigga's crazy. My whole problem with Steve Harvey and the people that listen and hangs on his every word, sometimes Steve Harvey does have some good ideas and thoughts and, you know, general opinions on life. Because that's all this really is, is opinions. And, you know, I can agree with some of it, but I'm not living on it. I'm not, I'm not, this is not, I'm not basing my life on it. And... It's it's for me, just for me. It's hard to take relationship advice from somebody that's been married like three or four times. It's hard. No, it ain't just you. It's me too. Like I, I, I like it, it didn't work for you three or four times, bro. I I, I can't. I, I just can't. I'm happy you're happy now, because everybody deserves to be happy in life. But you ain't the best person to give me relationship advice. <laughs> Well, I take relationship know. advice from a dude on a corner that lives in a grocery cart named Steve. Before I take hard advice, some relationship advice from Steve Harvey. He shares he shares the shit that women did with him, 
to get his ass to act right. The bitches that he, all three of them dumb hoes, waited 90 fucking days before they had sex with his ass. All three of them bitches waited X amount of time before they did whatever with him, according, based on the shit that he wrote in his book. So this is shit that worked when dating Steve Harvey. Mind you, it failed two other times, right? Because he got divorced two fucking times. Right. On wife number right. three. So obviously this shit doesn't fucking work, Steve Harvey. I don't know the third one. She hanging in there, so we, you know, you know, we're she might, sure she might, be, about she be, might be hanging in. She might be hanging in there because he finally got himself together. He finally realized, you know what? I what I did these last few times ain't work. Let me go ahead and switch this up. I mean, at the end of the day... That's when you're all over the radio and, and TV, literally all over the radio and TV and movies. It's a lot easier to hang hang with somebody. The first two wasn't there when he was making major money. Don't get me wrong. He was making money, but he wasn't making major money. The third one, completely different story. It's it's not easy to hang when you're making five hundred thousand a year. It's a whole lot easier when you close to a, close to like twenty mil, thirty mil a year. You can you'd be surprised how easy it is to hang, man. But when he met those women, and the same goes to the women. Like they knew what he was doing when they met him. So if you had a problem with the income when you met him, you probably should have left his ass before he proposed to you if that was going to be the main source of your problem. You know what I'm saying? And you're right. He wasn't making the money nowhere near what he's making now. But it just goes to show you that all this shit was, I'm pretty sure all the signs and shit was there for both parties to see before a marriage proposal ever came out. But like I said, I don't write a book about relationships and what you should do with love because I really don't care. I ain't in love with nobody. I don't give a shit. I'm single. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. I don't have to think about that shit. I mean, we've been doing his and hers for, what, three years? Well, Mm -hmm. let me rephrase that. We've been doing his and hers for, like, two years. And then we did a year of lady love and male perspective when it was just separated. And whenever I've been on a show, I've always let people know, I ain't certified to give no no advice on relationships. I'm, I ain't go to school for it. I don't have a degree in it. I can only speak on what I know and what I've been through. So uh, this ain't a one-size-fits-all. I'm pretty sure right. the dude you deal with is probably different from me, so I cannot guarantee the same results. But this is what happened with me. This is how I felt about it. This is how I handled it. This is what I did. Take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Which is why I, I speak you. more so in generalizations as opposed to specifics. But you, but I just say what works for me. I just say what works for me, and good luck with whatever. I think I think with some relationships, I mean, with some relationships, you got to be creative about it. But then there are others that are kind of like no-brainers. Like, do you really need somebody to tell you, like, if your man has cheated on you X amount of times and you choose to stay every single time, that should you leave your man? 
would I leave the motherfucker? Yes, I would. But I can't tell you how to live your fucking life. You have to choose your own freaking path. And that's what people want. People want somebody to tell them how they should be living and conducting their lives and how they should look for a mate and this, that, and the third. Get a fucking matchmaker if it's that big of a concern to you. But nobody is going to come out and write a book and tell you how to live your life. All they're going to do is give you tools to live an acceptable life with less drama and how to make better choices. These are just tools. But if you take this shit as fact, I think there's something wrong with you. I really do. Self-help books, self-help. You read the information, you try to apply those tools. If they don't work, they don't work. It's all, life is about trial and error. Some make more errors than others. Yeah, but we only got a couple seconds left. I am going to try to get as much into it before we go off air. Thank you for catching his and hers. We are here every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Check us out every Friday. Go on Mondays, DMVF Unleashed, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Tuesdays, usually TSOTS Talks slash Interviews. Wednesdays, The Skybox. Thursdays, mic check. All of those are usually 10 p.m. Eastern and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Sunday, we have the refresh. This Sunday, they are talking about facing adversity. That is 10 a.m., 9 a.m. on Sunday, 7 7 a.m. Western. I'm not sure who's up at 7 7 a.m. on the West Coast, but if you are, check out the refresh. Um, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. Check out the website, www.twosidesofthestory.com. Like I said, it is under development, so just be on the lookout for that. Check us out on Facebook. TSOTS presents whatever show you are looking for. Also, check out the Facebook group. We are officially TSOTS Productions now. Not No longer two sides of the story. It is TSOTS Productions on Facebook. That's the face, That's the fan page name. Check us out on Google+. Plus. We, yes, we do have a Google Plus page, TSOTS Productions. Check us out on YouTube, TSOTS Productions. Um, are you getting the hint yet? If not, Google TSOTS Productions. You will find everywhere we are. I'm Poetry, this is Dulce Diva, for free, for Eddie, for Almond Joy. Shout out to Diamond, she couldn't be with us tonight. We will see y'all next week. Everybody have a safe holiday weekend. Everybody that's coming to the Million Man March, be safe. When we're out, deuces. Peace. Good night, peace out.